We were robbed, but no two ways about it. I don't know, Pop. They weren't fair and square. The Impossible family made a really convincing Fantastic Four. Don't make excuses for your brother, Dean. He blew it for all of us. Henry Allen Venture, are you hearing this? What do you have to say for yourself? I am the bat. Yes, yes, you're the bat. And the bat is the reason we didn't take best group costume, mister. Again! Last year, it was Dorothy, the Scarecrow, the Cowardly Lion, and the Bat. Oh, and how about the time we were the hard-rocking quartet of Gene Simmons, Paul Stanley, Ace Freely, and the Bat? The night is mine. Sell it somewhere else, Hank. It's not me you should be apologizing to. Poor Brock spent a month sewing his group theme-appropriate costume. That's probably why he won Best Costume. What is that, sass I hear? Oh, look, everybody. Hank's back. The recirculated air on my chest is a bat. Ow! What's the matter? My tongue keeps getting caught in the mouth flit. Don't stick it in the slit, then. I can't help it. It's maddening. This whole thing is insane. Atomic batteries to power. Incoming subspace signal. Oh, there he goes already. God damn it. I haven't even breathed yet, and you're all making fun of me. We're, uh... I we're all, we didn't all, hear any wheezing yet. I think that was just a desperate sigh that our break is over. I think we're all a little weak, aren't we? Yes. I'm weak. I feel tired. I'm jet-lagged. Jeff had a bad, uh, yeah, a I, bad uh, experience with an energy drink. And I threw up all my midichlorians. <laughs> <laughs> they don't work like that. Oh, and I love you loved floating boxes around your apartment so much. <laughs> it's so cold in his apartment. It was just boxes of comics, though, was the thing. Yeah, but he was like, look at me! <laughs> I, I did my first 100-mile week. I hate you, Mark Millar! <laughs> out the window. <laughs> I did my first 100-mile week on my bike, and my body hates me. Really? So I'm just going to drink away the pain. <laughs> That's how pain goes away. Brian's still recovering from Comic Con. I am, I imagine, a little bit. I, well, I still haven't even finished all my coverage for it. Like, I haven't even edited my nope, Scott Pilgrim my interviews. Shut the, get my dog. Uh, we may have to start over. I don't know. Uh, no, that's Artie, fine. Get yeah. back in here. Come on in, Artie, sweetie. <laughs> yeah. May, put He's him fine. in the TV room. Shut the door and put him in the TV oh. room. He's, <laughs> He's being a pain in the ass. Oh. Artie, get in the TV room. Banished already. He just—he's so stupid that he will just walk into the street. I mean, he has—he has, he has <laughs> absolutely no charm. concept. All right, well, very never, slowly. Shut the door then, if he's not going to go in. <laughs> he just wants to be a part of the show, bud. Yeah, yeah. You know, he—he'd be a good panelist. He, yeah. He's got about as much to say as most of us. He'd be going. <laughs> <laughs> That's all he'd do. Uh, I like it when Daddy plays the video game because <laughs> I can—I can just sit there. I like tummy rubs. <laughs> tummy rubs are good. All right. And uh, Jimmy just got back from... I've been all over this country. Atlanta or what, where Atlanta, have you been? My, my dad's surprised 60th birthday, and he's also lost. He didn't know he was 60? He didn't know it. <laughs> what? Well, that's what happens when you turn 60. What? <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? What day is it? <laughs> where did all my weight go? Yeah, he, he got, <laughs> my dad got gastric, and he, uh, he lost 165 pounds now. Really? So, yeah, I hadn't oh. seen one picture, so... Tears were shared. How was that? It was, it was weird. It didn't look like my dad. <laughs> was it like when Frank Layden uh, lost all that weight and he looked like that skinny guy wearing a Frank Layden suit? Just, <laughs> just that, he Frank just looks Layden. so unhealthy. It's just uh, oh. And then uh, Shannon's been traveling all over. Yeah. 
And he still didn't water my lawn. You drove right past my house. You yeah, bastard. I know. Sorry. <laughs> I was busy catching $500 worth of crab and oysters. Wait. And eating it all. <laughs> and then yeah. <laughs> well, I, unfortunately, I know where you're going. That $500 I only spent on one lady. <laughs> that was in Reno. <laughs> that was in Reno. <laughs> I, did the, I did the same thing fishing in the Gulf. And, uh, you know, the oyster burned for seven days. That's right. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a new miracle. <sighs> Uh, yeah, I just got back from New Orleans learning that, uh, speaking of fire, that's the key to the, my future in morning radio is uh, apparently uh, uh, fire, anything flammable near genitals oh. is ratings gold. Oh, you went, to morning, you went to morning show boot camp. I'm so sorry. We were on a rock panel with uh, some some really, I mean, long-running shows and some talented guys. Uh, the, uh, the talented guys were... <laughs> Fenster and Omelette. What? Fenster and Omelette here. Uh, They were actually cool guys. Were they called the Morning Scramble? Uh, No, actually. It was just... No, no, it's Omelette and Fenster. That was their names. Uh, But they were actually cool guys. Omelette was the anchor? Omelette was the... He was the lead. Usually gag guys, the sidekick. And then there was this morning show, uh, somebody in Tonelli from The Bone. The captain in Tonelli? The Bone. In San Francisco. Wait, there's a radio station called The Bone? The Bone. In San Francisco. In San Francisco. Stick this boat in your ear. I wonder wonder how they feel about having a a gay, ultra-conservative Republican judge destroy California's (laughs) marriage laws. Well, we'll get to that. But uh, there were two guys, one guy named Tonelli, who was was the good guy. Was the other one captain? I liked him. Now, the other guy, whose name I can't remember, we'll call him captain. Captain and Tonelli. We'll call him captain for for the sake of argument because I can't remember his name. I just referred to him as fireworks and cattle prods. Oh, oh, he was their stunt idiot. Yeah. Well, no, he's actually one of the guys on the show. They have little minions to be their stunt idiots. People like so, little minions? People yeah. are still desperate to be on radio who will walk naked across the Bay Bridge. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. exactly. So with, we're, the, with a bottle rocket. Anything for a resume. So yeah. we're, we're going down the line about, uh, so what are, the, what are the bits that you guys do that you know made, make your show popular? Book crack bottle rocket. And uh, he, this captain started going on about uh, how you got to be topical. You gotta be topical. For example, he meant ointment. On the Fourth of July, <laughs> you want to do something with fireworks. But you crack. see. So what I did was I put my stunt boy in some fishing waders and filled them with fireworks. Yeah. And set them off. See, it's the Fourth of July. It's topical. Oh, oh sure. <laughs> now I get again it. with the ointment. You know what I learned about? He, I would already did when they invaded uh, but, Afghanistan. But and... then he was able to somehow put. <laughs> Fireworks near genitals at another time, right? Like I said, and then that was gold like, too. Like, like September eleventh, he yeah. uh, he taped some fireworks to a Muslim's genitals and lit them on fire. Um, yeah. Mother's Day, when he actually filled a g-string with fireworks, mm-hmm. it was, it guys, it's gold. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm sure that on that day, it's make your mother cry day. Sure. You know, or something. Yeah. Uh, That's my you know. omelet. Well, it's good to see you learned. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's my, um, my my favorite thing about stunt guys is their life expectancy. We we had a stunt guy on my morning show for about six months. We took him to the ER twice. Once because he gave himself food poisoning from shotgunning vinegar out of empty pickle jars. Now here's something else that happened there Jesus. that really pissed me off. Right. Okay. Because Sue and I are not having children, she said, you know what you ought to do? Just give your sperm away on the air. Okay. Oh, wow. She uh, said, but not to any, not just anybody, but to lesbian couples. That would be you awesome, should let Carrie. them. You should do that. You should let them. And, and I went, hey, that that's funny. I like that. Okay. Um, would it be oh. weird if I asked if I could have some too? <laughs> sure. 
anybody who needs any, just see me. When is this airing? I, I got I want it in a baggie, it. though. Oh, this was years ago. We talked about doing this. <laughs> and so I, I just kind of joked about it on the air. My attorney calls me immediately. Ed Brass. Ed Brass. My superhero. Yeah, but he works his Chrome. What does he know? This is one of the worst ideas that you have ever had. Well, why do you say that? I'll have, you know, we'll get some sort of form that releases me from. No, no, you don't understand how how the child welfare system works. If these women wanted to, they could come back and sue you at any moment for mm-hmm. child support. I went, okay, well then this is a bad idea. <laughs> Cut forward to this past weekend in New Orleans. Okay, one of their contests was, well, our favorite intern is leaving, and he's a good-looking guy, so let's give him a going-away party. Somehow it became three women. Sleeping with him, and the first woman to get pregnant got a prize. What the hell? Are you serious? <sighs> Isn't that Where kind of prostitution? This was This was the meat. Actually, wait. <laughs> Only one of them's getting paid. I was going to say, I was gonna say there's, there was just two dirty whores and, and a prostitute. But it's so, a meatbag well, and chode show out yeah. of Duluth. Maybe you can go downtown to Main Street and pay prostitutes and prizes, and then you won't get in trouble. So when I heard this, hmm. I decided... I'm going to put the fear of God into this guy. And I went up and told him the story. I said, you do realize that even though you signed waivers, because he talked about how that happened, Mm -hmm. even though he signed waivers, this woman can, at any time she feels like it, come back and sue you for child support. Was it before or after the action? Him or the intern? He went white. The intern was there. It was was like he was just leaving. Did they they explain to him that this lawsuit won't happen until after he's made some money and become successful? (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. My so, advice is to kill yourself now. So good luck, Chainsaw and Chode, or whatever <laughs> the hell your names are. And the, we're Wait. from Muskegon, and we're... It's know. the Rooster and Swallow Show. <laughs> it's Neil and Bob. Ooh, hey, it's <laughs> Poker in the rear. Liquor in the front. I'm poking, I'm rear. Listen, Poker, coming up on the show today, we got a funny man, Andy Dick. All right, the best part is... He's uh, a, and, and, then, and then we're gonna and then we're gonna call Rooster up on the phone, and he's gonna read today's celebrity news over the Benny Hill music. It's gonna be the best show. Ever. <laughs> and then they're all gonna strap M80s to their genitals. So then, to make <laughs> matters to make matters worse, Bill and I are up there on the on this thing, and and we're just answering questions honestly. And Gina's down in the front row. Afterwards, she says to us, "You guys came off as elitist assholes." Yes. Good work. No, she thought that was bad. Well, come yeah. on. Among that crowd? Well, you're supposed to make up stuff. So, so, so that's what I told her. I'm like, you know. So you didn't say your favorite bit is when Gina works out on the air. Yeah. And coming up next, we're going to play the new Eminem disc. Hey, and M&M. after that, mm-hmm. Prostitute Jeopardy. On Groundhog Day, uh, I stuck a groundhog up my ass. <laughs> Uh, it's it, was all, it was topical. topical. I, that's the kind of thing. He, that's he what didn't see a shadow when it came out. I wrapped some <laughs> bottle rockets around a groundhog and stuck them near my genitals. And what made me sad was that Captain and Tonelli are like one of the number one shows in San Francisco, a city uh, you expect a little bit more from. You know, I don't expect much more from them than street performers and the really? occasional Chick Fil A shack. Really, they, they are on the bone. The bone. And the you know, fact there's, that the there's, bone is popular. That's there, there are me. butt rockers in every city. It really doesn't yeah. matter. So yeah. you're going to have a bone in in uh, I mean, even even in Portland, which is a fairly uh, elitist town. Well, it has, we'll, it says uh, it's butt rock, rock station. It's, it's disco all day. <laughs> well, I guess just every I, channel have a bone of your own. God damn it! You just every channel you, you push the button it goes. Until nine o'clock, and then the Christian rave station starts up. Well. 
Speaking of everybody, sh- Jesus now. <laughs> <laughs> We're having a forty-five minute spiritual jam session. The first on the cross, K R S S. Your headphones are a crown of thorns on Jesus Radio. All right, uh, let's see. Let's introduce the panel and uh, and uh, and speaking oh, yeah. of San Francisco, I have to welcome a new sponsor. That's coming up. Really? Oh, yes, oh. I know. Oh, who are I we know. screwing out of money now? No. It's the Bone. You're <laughs> <laughs> the Bone. For their new Saturday night show. Who are they, and how can they be offended before we read their name? Is it, is it fucking Rice-A-Roni? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> I wish, because it is the San Francisco Street. It certainly is. Is it still the San ding, Francisco ding. Street? Do they it, still it, call is. it? It is. It you is. get it in every restaurant. They serve it. It's yeah. made in China, though. So. Oh, well, it's not the same, is it? No. You can choose between like nine different flavors of Rice-A-Roni in every restaurant you go to. Even, even, even Asian style. Well, that's also part of the uh, sponsor coming up. No kidding. Asian style. So you actually got Hop Wings and, and China San, Emporium to sponsor the show. And San Francisco. That's all I'm saying. You'll have to find out. Uh, this this is the up. place where you can get all your knockoff action figures and samurai swords. Uh, well, let's welcome the panel then. Or, or not, not, let's do the sponsors, and then we'll welcome the panel. Okay. Uh, our sponsors, of course, uh, Dan the Laptop Man, Dan Young. What's up, Dan? Who uh, may stop by and see us later. He may stop by and see us because uh, I wanted to talk to him about uh, what's it called? What's what's it called when you take over your apple and make it good? <laughs> uh, parallels? No, it's jailbreaking. Uh, jailbreaking. jailbreaking. Yeah. I want to talk to him about jailbreaking because uh, as opposed to jail baiting, that's a whole other that's thing. That's a completely yeah. different thing. But uh, Dan knows all that stuff. He does repair on Apple, and of course uh, makes the finest damn computers in the world for you StarCraft players and uh, even you people who just I just love to do the email. He can help you with that too. <laughs> Uh, PCLaptops.com, go and see him. He's giving away, or very soon on his Facebook page, like some screaming system. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so you need to join. Also, uh, uh, Dr. Volts, Comic yes. Connection. Uh, go see uh, our friends at Dr. Volts and get a hold. I guess it's called something else in other comic stores. Not a hold. A pole. It's, it's a pull. Mm-hmm. I prefer a hold. I, I prefer both. Uh, if yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. I, like, I like the pull and then the hold. <laughs> well, go and go and talk to Dave about which he prefers, and uh, it's free at his place as opposed to charging at yes. other places. So, yeah. I usually get charged and, for the pull. And walk yes. to, to Doctor Volta desk, Dave. Do you prefer a hold or a pull? <laughs> and can I get it for free? Yeah. And, yes, Geek and, shows, yes. and Geek Show says hey. Geek Show yeah. says hey. Everywhere you go, Geek Show says hey. Yes, and and you get. Get these with your hold. You get catalogs, these? yeah. Which, which, if you if you ask for them, oh, yeah. he gives you those for free. Which yeah. gives you uh, gives you more and more uh, pretty pictures, habits to uh, to feed. Mm-hmm. Monthly know? solicitations, they call them. Toys. And, I usually uh, pay for those. Too. Collectibles yes. and all your comics. So previews uh, catalog. Doctorvolts.com or uh, 23, 2043 East, thirty three hundred South. I like that he's been coming. Com. He's been coming to like all the pub quizzes. Yeah. Oh, he and has. Yeah. Right. His team. Yes. His oh, team cool. was the uh, they. One, like the what, three or four weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. Did they win two weeks in a row? That's good. They did. Yeah. Wow. And uh, the pub quiz is uh, uh, Thursday night. Thursday night yeah. at the Tiki Lounge. Uh, best thing to do: <laughs> join uh, our Facebook page, Geek yeah. Show's Facebook page. It's all there. And uh, it's it's starting to blow up. I mean, yes. we had just one post about Red Dead Redemption had over thirty responses in less than an hour. It made top news on Facebook. Well, we should talk about top it. <laughs> it did. It did. You click on the top news and we get what's getting hit the most. Is the stuff that shows up, and that was number one. Yeah, we we had a, we had quite the uh, quite the roundtable on that. Uh, we uh-huh. need to talk about that then yeah. coming up. Here is the panel. Uh, uh, the uh, sitting in for the uh, partying, or what is he doing, Scott Pierce? What is he? He's on TV press tour. TV press tour. W- wasn't there Pierce. another sponsor? 
I'll get to one? that. It's oh, a very okay. special sponsor oh, okay. coming up. Uh, Brian Young from me. Swank Motron from BigShinyRobot.com. Yes, and uh, I'll be here to talk to you about Star Wars a lot. Actually, no, <laughs> it's, uh, it's actually appropriate this week because I'm leaving town to go to the Star Wars celebration. I'm moderating some panels and going to some parties and... And uh, he also wants to talk to us about. I got some stuff about Comic Con that I want to talk about uh, coming up here. Good, and Star Tours. And, and Star Tours. And Star closing. Tours. Yeah. Uh, also, Jimmy Martin, slugmag.com, film critic. <laughs> Jimmy smells like victory. <laughs> he does. It just weeps out of my pores. How is Flynn, by the way? His leg's broken. Oh. He's Flynn's, still living. Flynn's so. his dog. He lost Yeah, my it. dog got his leg broken while I was out of town. Flynn he lost a light cycle. Mm. Yeah, he fell off his light cycle <laughs> <laughs> in the backyard. Shannon Barnson. Oh, what's up? Wild card. What's going on? Pub quiz master. Pub quiz master. He will be uh, the guy who's asking you the hard questions. At the no, pub not, no, I won't be. Shannon, uh, Shannon George also... Lucas made this movie in 1977. What? <laughs> what is it? What color are George Lucas's eyes? Well, you guys don't know this? You don't <laughs> really? Know this? Really? I think uh, I've Brian got, would. I've got a question. I've got a question no for the next pub quiz. What was the name of the of the of the wild card on SWAT? Ugh. What? The wild huh? card on SWAT, you know the TV the character. show SWAT. Yeah. The only wild card I know is Shannon. Was a guy named Wild Card? Colin no. Farrell? What was the wild card here? That is the Charlie Thomas. <laughs> street. LL Cool J. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, Street. That's a great street? name. Yeah, that was his name, and he was always out doing SWAT stuff. It's too close to Screech. <laughs> Screech well, could have been a great on, wild card on SWAT. From yeah. now on, uh, Jeff Weiss, the film critic of the uh, Deseret News, wants to be called Street. <laughs> yes, and by, it, Street. And by the way, fireworks to the groin were my fa- was my favorite part of Step Up 3D. <laughs> <laughs> could only have made it better. Jeff at DesNews.com is his email address. Desnew, uh, DeseretNews.com is the website. Or Pierce at DesNews.com. Yes. <laughs> Lee George Cade. Hi. Who is uh, making little monsters. Tons, tons and tons. And there's, there's the, uh, otherwise, talking not, about his company or his children. Oh, I love my kids. You know, you just said a mean thing about your godson, you jerk. No, I didn't. I said you're making little monsters. Oh yeah, the Gremlins. It was them oh, that took the it there. Yeah. The ones that they knit. Yeah, the ones. Oh, okay. That, the, the ones that I make them of my hands. The little monsters <laughs> that he makes with his hands. I thought I sp- you said we were. I spent this hours. wasn't going to be dirty, Lee. My, no, my wife and I spent hours making monsters with our hands together. <laughs> I spent a little time. Uh, and you can th- see that on the line, on, yeah, on the uh, website. Grim- Grimleys.com, and I believe we'll have a, a, a new commercial for Grimleys playing here during the Geek Show. Good. So I'll, I'll uh, use that time then instead of this time All now. All right, good. And, uh, <clears throat> and by I'm, the way, the host. Yeah, go. Carrie Jackson. Carrie oh, Jackson, everybody. X96.com. Uh, or as he's called on the air, Pimp Schnoodlebaum. Yeah. <laughs> You're my omelet. Give it up. <laughs> We're going to take my uh, henchman 24 figure and light him on fire. And, <laughs> and rub uh, him against my groin. That's when I'll stick him down my pants and make love with him. All right. Uh, another one of our sponsors is uh, a new fragrance from the uh, Star Trek line. Huh? Excellent. Oh, it debuted. Debuted at Comic Con. Sulu Por Hami. Oh, well, how do you say that? Porom. 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 I like Por Hami better. Sulu Porom. 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 That sounds so close to. What was that? Parfum? Pornhome? What? I'm tingling. Sulu Porom is a refined aquatic fragrance. <laughs> This masculine scent possesses a blend of citrus and spice that includes carnation, mm-hmm. peony, peony, white lily, 
nutmeg, saffron, and coriander, combined with heavier lower notes of musk, amber, and exotic dark woods. As well as soy sauce. <laughs> and bread. And bread. Although, although top notes immediately hit upon the light citrus, its deeper complexity call for, calls for evening wear. What? Sulu for men is the perfect cologne for the man who does everything, whether that's cataloging exotic plants, collecting antique firearms, or piloting ancient helicopters and advanced starships. He read my Facebook page. It's more than choosing the life <laughs> to live your life with style. Ooh. Sulu dives straight to the soul. Is that what they're calling it now? And allows you to release your own intergalactic band of mystery. (laughs) (laughs) All over Brad. (laughs) That jaunty, fearless swashbuckler of a man, whether he's wielding a rapier in a sword fight or commanding the helm of a Constitution-class starship. Constitution-class? Sorry, I had to do it. Sorry, that was my line. I'm the Pierce this week. Sorry. Is always ready for action. Sulu for men. Oh, my. You know, I uh, actually smelled it at Comic-Con, and it was quite pleasant. Really? Because the rest of them suck. The rest of them really stink. It was, it, 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 it was like a mix between like a cool water rip and like uh, musk or something. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Doesn't con smell like a, a dish best served cold? I think so. <laughs> It smells like people have been living on a sand planet for so like, years. No, it, it smells like vicious. Buried alive. I think uh, alive. of all the ones they had, Sulu was the best smelling of them. It didn't smell like Chupay glue? Because no. I don't care what that guy says. That's a, that's a piece. All right? That's a piece. You need to, you need to get, um, as, as your friend and your advisor, yes. you need to get over your, your hostility. My hatred of George Dickens. Yep. Yep. It's not really hatred. I'm just mad it's, at him. It's not. It's not bringing you any closer to to settlement with your own personal demons. So I shouldn't read this story. Go ahead. Do or it. Do it. Do it. George Decay, talking about uh, how the original Star Trek always conquered and talked about political and social mores. It did. But how he wanted uh, he approached George Roddenberry. About Gene Roddenberry. Gene. George. Gene. <laughs> Gene Lucas. <laughs> approach Gene Lucas. What? Okay, Brian here's Squirman. Here's here's what he said. Son of a bitch. Here's what he said because uh, he wanted to do uh, uh, you know because they did like the Vietnam War and all that stuff. Uh, wouldn't touch homosexuality, Mr. Roddenberry. Takei is a marriage equality activist, and he and his partner Brad Brad uh, became uh, the first same-sex couple to apply for marriage license in West Hollywood. Anyway, we go on. Uh, in the story, uh, a storyline about gay rights, here's the conversation that played out according to a recent interview in Salon Magazine with George Gay. Love that magazine. How do you think George Roddenberry would have dealt with the struggle for marriage equality? Gene. That's the question. Gene. Gene. Gene Lucas? Gene. Okay. Gene. How would Gene Lucas I'm have not dealt with even... Okay. Anyway. So here's what he said. Okay. I had a very private conversation with Gene on that issue. After he wiped his mouth off. I was still not out of the closet. So we spoke theoretically. I'm, of course, talking about a friend, Gene. (laughs) (laughs) A friend of a friend. This was at one of his parties. It wasn't a huge party. We were at the pool. I was nude. And (laughs) and turgid. And he and I swam out to the far end. (laughs) Where we were chatting. 
Most of the people Sexy. were not in the pool. They were chatting poolside on the other end. So I broached Say, saying stuff like, "Look at Sulu and Jean getting gay." <laughs> <laughs> Do you think Jean knows he's gay? Do you think and everyone I, else knows? I mean, I grabbed him by the buttocks. <laughs> says, you know, we had dealt with the Vietnam War. We dealt with civil rights. We dealt with a lot of issues in our time. So I asked him, how do you feel about gay rights? He said, this is an important issue and we want to deal with it. However, this was while we were on TV. He said, our ratings are so low and I need to keep the show on the air. All I need is another firestorm. The show will be canceled. I won't be able to make those statements that I've been making with the show. The times will change as we move along, but at this point, I can't do that. And so, so the again, next episode was the one where Shatner was pretending to be a woman. <laughs> that <laughs> was the final episode. Turnabout turn about intruder. Turn about intruder. Final episode. So again, that was the politic compromise, like what poor Bill Clinton had to make. I will say this yeah. in defense of Gene Roddenberry. He wrote the novelization of Star Trek The Motion Picture, and he actually addressed the, the fact that uh, that Kirk and Spock were rumored to be lovers, yes. and that as far as, as the Federation and the human race was concerned, there would have been nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, so it was in there. And thus began the trend known as fanfic. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, I've was, gotta, I've that gotta, was, what, seven, eight years later? So yeah, I've got seriously. a great Comic-Con story about fanfic, let me tell you. Give it up. It's Harry Potter, but it's not, it's, it's, it's not Star Trek. It's a slash but, uh, fic. Patty, oh, God. Patty dragged me to the Harry Potter, like, uh, fan panel. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. And uh, they were talking mine? about they were talking about their favorite... Uh, couplings, the pairings of characters and things. And, you know, everybody was like, I really love the stories about Malfoy getting with Hermione. And they all unanimously agreed that the one they kind of disliked the least but were oddly the most attracted to were the ones that paired Snape with Harry. What? <laughs> what? Yeah. They call it snary, snary fic. <laughs> That's, That's, I died I'm not kidding. I'm, I'm, this I'm is, sure this it's is huge totally in Japan. Serious uh, thing. Mind blown. Oh, <laughs> this is gross. And that's Alan Rickman. Come yeah. here, and his Harry. jacked up teeth. Yeah. Come here, Harry. Hello, I need Harry. Right, Harry. I need to talk to you, Mister. First, have a drink. <laughs> you know, have this is the largest this. collection of shitty Alan Rickman impersonations I've ever heard. Have, have a drink of this soda first, Harry. Oh, ignore, I think it's a. I think, I, I ignore think, the funny taste it's here. Have du- a, it's double. Anthony, it's, it's Anthony double Hopkins. Dog juice. They said that most of them involve <laughs> drinking way too much, but I'm sure there's some that invo- involve roofies and things like that. <laughs> and they'd have to. It's actually called it's, a roof manicus. Yeah, it's a spell. There's no yeah. defense. Snary? That's the Snary. Uh, that's one of the uh the unforgivable curses they don't talk about. Right. What 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 about the snare grid? Oh the god. One, <laughs> yeah, the, the one that throws Hagrid the, into the, the mix too. Yeah. <laughs> snare grid. I wrote a particularly jaunty one about uh <laughs> Snary Squatter. About what's the, what's the troll's name? Hagrid? Yeah, yeah well that's what yeah. Jeff Hagrid and his giant spider. It's, it's a good one. <laughs> Spagrid. <laughs> Dear Pet House, you won't believe that this happened. I was outside looking at me doing spider and he was giving me the eyes. This don't happen much to half man, half giants. Don't be afraid, Harry. We call that cumsies. <laughs> Sorry, you'll have to cut I'm, of average, I'm of average length for a half man giant. 
Only 24 inches. <laughs> and 37 pounds. <laughs> they don't let me use my wand anymore at school. I have to hide it in my umbrella. <laughs> it's enough for me spider, it is. <laughs> uh, like I said, let's now take it easy on this first show. <laughs> We know how that spider really died now, that pervert. (laughs) (laughs) Is it clearly rape wounds? (laughs) (laughs) CSI Hogwarts? (laughs) It it took our best spider scientists more than 30 hours to remove the smile from its face. (laughs) Uh, That's either either ectoplasm or half-man, half-giant spooge. I'm not sure. Well, I guess we're going to have to take a closer look. (laughs) Enhance the image. I like it. Enhance. 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 Pull back, pull back, pull back. Move over three degrees. (laughs) CSI Hogwarts, who killed Dumbledore? There you go. He was raped to death, Harry. <laughs> look at, look they, at all that semen. I won't, I, won't, uh, I won't deny I was glad he's dead, but you haven't enough evidence to pin it on me. I was with Harry that night. Oh, don't we? Hogwarts would have yeah. the coolest accusing parlor. Oh, would. Yeah. All right. I always wondered why Hagrid had all those pumpkins. Write it down. That's another one of our million-dollar ideas. Yep. Million-dollar idea right there. See Well, Hogwarts. it's better than Sperry Squatter Fiction. I don't know. Well, you uh, know what I could do? I could do like that person that um, has been doing the um, Sense and Sensibility in Zombies. <laughs> and I'll just write CSI Hogwarts, but I'll write it around a Harry Potter. Uh, oh, that's, yes. all, that's all that guy's doing. You could take the fourth book in particular and really, you know, in the end of each chapter, just add a little bit. And that's when the forensic anthropologist realized something so was funny. wrong with the body. <laughs> uh, anyway, okay, I got a ton of uh, late-breaking news coming up. But uh, real quickly here, since I was in uh, New Orleans uh, mm-hmm. this week, yeah, I found out some stuff. Uh, because they're filming Green Lantern down there. Ooh. And I uh, drove by the uh, area of town where they're, they, they built this kind of you know fake uh, little small town facade. and, and uh, like a giant Green Lantern. There are trucks with the Green Lantern logo on it everywhere, and it's, mm-hmm. it's very cool. And uh, I talked to a bartender on Saturday night who said, uh, yeah, they were blowing stuff up down there. I saw a school bus getting blown up and all that. So anyway, uh, here's what we did find out. The... Apparently, the production company guys are a little chatty to bartenders in New Orleans. Yeah. <laughs> and we all know that bar talk is gospel and absolutely true. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's how I got my, fr- yeah. my new or iPhone. It, it so, always sounds awesome. So that's what I'm saying is Kay. take this with a grain of salt. And they told this to you? No, they told oh. this to, uh, let's see, but I, I, I heard similar stories down there. Uh, this was from, uh, I'll get to it here. Bleeding Cool uh, found this. An unnamed production staffer was overheard bragging in a bar in New Orleans. Uh, about the future of the Green Lantern franchise. Uh, apparently, according to him, we could be seeing a lot of the Green Lantern like over the next three years. That's, yeah. how, that's how confident these guys and the movie company are with this uh, Green Lantern stuff that they're seeing. Isn't that just production pillow talk, though? Mm-hmm. Guy, from, guy from Bleeding Cool, Staff Rich, Let- Rich Johnston, by the way, the old lying in the gutters guy who... He's a rabble rouser. <laughs> and he's also largely full of shit. Okay. All right. So, so keep largely. this in mind. Uh, he said that uh, a staffer uh, let it drop that Warner Brothers plans to begin shooting Green Lantern 2 before 
Green Lantern One is even released. Can I rewind? I've four, actually. Can I rewind four years to when Warner Brothers was talking about how they'd already greenlit a Speed Racer sequel before the first? Movie yes, <laughs> ex- 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 exactly. I have heard this elsewhere though, and it would not surprise me with them looking at at Marvel's superhero right. opportunities, mm-hmm. yeah. and, and uh, that if the first film does the kind of box office business that they expect, the studio will greenlight a third to be shot back to back with the second one. Cool. It sounds like what the, they're doing is is they'd probably and I think this yeah. would be smart is is developing the pre-production now and so if in case if this does box office yes. gold they can start shooting within like a month. Yeah. Yep. By by the way, both uh, Warner Brothers and uh, even the agencies that handle their PR are curiously silent about the costume controversy. Have you heard this news? No. I've also seen pictures of the costume that didn't look that way. Uh, yes. Uh, uh, apparently... Uh, not like the power-up phase? Yes. The reaction to the Entertainment Weekly cover was so bad. Hmm. So bad. I didn't think it was such that, a bad... That, no, they're, anyway. that they're retrenching. Uh, Martin Campbell said at Comic-Con that like yeah. he didn't get to approve that image at all and that Ex- that's not what the suit yeah. looks like and it's a yeah, work that, in progress. That, that, sounds like, that sounds like a spin after. Yeah. yeah. Well, well you know, I mean, it's like if it sucks, it's all right. computer generated anyway. They exactly. Just, yeah, they, yeah, they, just, they just wipe it and start from scratch. They just go, yeah. you know, they just got to go, they go push the fix button. We, give, you know why? Enhance. I'll give Martin Campbell enhance. the benefit of the doubt. I mean, he did direct two of the best James Bond Gold movies. And Casino you know why Royale? they're shooting the t- the next two movies back to back? Because um, Ryan Reynolds is so method that when he starts shooting Deadpool, he's really going to disfigure his face. What? I hope so. <laughs> that made me sad. Uh, <laughs> so if, if this works out, then of course, you know, the, the first movie will be uh, June 17th, 2011. That means the second one could easily go Christmas 2012, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So remember that'd be awesome. but, but, that would if if it if but, it works. By the way, remember it's sitting right between Thor in May and Captain America in July. It's true. And X Men First Class in next summer. Yeah, dude, that's going to be a crazy summer. Twenty twelve is going to be even crazier. Yeah. yeah. Which means next year's Comic Con's going to be nuts. Unfortunately, aren't we at a point oh, now Jesus. where every geek that would normally pay money for a ticket has a blog or something that's going to get on press credentials? These movies mm-hmm. aren't going to make any money anymore because <laughs> all the geeks are just like, oh, I'm at uh, ilovemovies.com. I've got a press pass. <laughs> I, sti- I still think that's why Kick-Ass didn't do so. Yeah. <laughs> and, the, and Watchmen. The, yeah. Every press guy got invited. Every, every geek got invited. Every geek is part of the press. And every geek who's got you know a podcast with more than 30,000 listeners arranged a screening for all their listeners. But well, i, I got to <laughs> say, it's a lot harder to get those than... I went out and I bought tickets for I those. Know, but just, you're a sweetheart. Because I know I want us to have these comic book movies. All right, let's take a break and we'll uh, we'll have some more stuff. Uh, I got some breaking news and I want to talk about uh, Comic Con. And I've got some, I've got and, some and sad Star sports Wars. news. Sad too. sports news. We'll and lead with either that either this episode or the next episode. Either we'll talk about an interesting uh, possibility of why the studios are so hot for 3D. Oh, that came yeah. up. Yeah, it, uh, it's a theory. It's, it's an a interesting theory, theory, but it's an interesting theory. I like it. All right. After, After these messages, we'll be right back. Hey, this is Navi Computer Girl from PC Laptops. It's our Ultra Mega Super Deluxe Crazy 2010 Final Spring Blowout Sale. We have hundreds and thousands of bucks of super kick booty computers. We got demos, scratch and dents, discontinued, strange colored, and clearance models for up to 50% off the original prices. All PC Laptops brand clearance models come with our exclusive PC Laptops Lifetime Service Guarantee. So you know you're covered. Sweet, isn't it? 
got an old computer that runs like your big brother, threw it off the roof, no problem, I will buy it from you. And we'll transfer all your pictures and stuff to your new PC Laptops computer for free. We have special financing on these for as well as $50 a month. So I see. Have I lost my little mind? Please visit any of our nine locations right now. Or call us at one 596 save Or check us out at PCLaptops.com. PC Laptops, we love you. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection, 2043 East, 3300 South. Go and see Dave. Get a hold. What is a hold? I can tell you what a hold is. That means that uh, Dave will get all of the comic book titles and toys and stuff that you want, and you don't have to be there when they arrive and fight all the other geeks for them. You can say, I want Punisher Max, I want Spider-Man, and he'll get them for you and hang on to them as long as you need. All right? That's a hold. A lot of comics place charge for that service. It's free at Dr. Bolt's, 2043 East, 3300 South. I get a lot of email here at Geek Show about, uh, what comic book should I get started with? Don't ask me. Go in and talk to the guys. Jeremiah and all those guys at uh, Dr. Volts will help you get started down the path to what will be definitely a habit that will last a lifetime. <laughs> Dr. Volts, 2043 East, 3300 South. Go and see them. Get a hold. Say hi to Dave and tell him Geek Show says hey. Flip Apps Utah. Facebook, iPhone, iPad, and Android app developers. Visit us online at flipapps.com. That's F-L-I-P-P-apps.com. Everybody, it's Lee George Cade, geek show panelist and one half the creative team behind Grimleys.com. That's where you'll find an entire world of monsters and weird little creatures my wife and I, Rachel, make. Each and every Grimly is hand-crocheted, hand-painted, and 100% awesome. We make everything from sea monsters to mer-monkeys, and we don't stop there. We can make a custom Grimly of just about anything, so the next time you're struggling with what to get geeky Uncle Ned, how about a Grimly of him in a Trek costume? Grimleys.com also checks out all the coolness coming out of the Rebel Craft scene. Come check it out. That's G-R-I-M-M-L-E-I-G-H-S dot Oh, yeah, make sure to friend us on Facebook. I talk about masturbating a lot tonight. There's a reason, because uh, I really love it. And uh, it is amazing. Nature's miracle. <laughs> masturbating. <laughs> oh, stop. <laughs> so, I talk about it a lot, and there's a reason, because I, I love it like this guy. And, uh... <laughs> There's another thing I talk about. I talk about what a nerd I am. And, and they kind of, these stories intersect. Um, when I was a kid, I was like nine years old, and uh, the movie Star Wars came out, A New Hope, the first one, right? It's the classic chapter four, right? So that came out and changed my life. I was like, I'm going to be a nerd. I fucking love Star Wars now. This is my favorite thing ever, right? And I got so into it. The other thing about us is me and my mom single parent raising an only child, we didn't have a lot of money. So I didn't have all the Star Wars toys I wanted. I uh, really only had, like, I had the Obi figure, and I had the Luke figure at first, and that was, like, it. So one day I was in the bathtub, and I thought it would be fun to reenact the scene from A New Hope. Uh, The battle scene takes place on the Death Star with Obi fighting Vader, right? But I didn't have a Vader. So I used a (laughs) stand-in... My penis, you guys are ahead of me, clearly. It worked. It, you know, I was a smart kid. He had a helmet. And I have a black cock for some reason. I don't know why. Mom never explained that. 
So I'm in there, in our small apartment, in the bathtub, fucking battling it out, man, right? This time, Obi might win this time. So Obi's fighting Vader. My mom, all she sees is me in the tub just going, take that, you know, ooh, yeah. All she could see is fucking elbows and me into something. So she walks by and goes, what are you doing? Like, lost her mind. And I go, playing Star Wars. You know, I hold up Obi-Wan because Vader wouldn't reach. (laughs) And she's like, oh, okay. So then I was a smart kid. I was like, wow, she was really mad. Like, what could I have been doing? <laughs> then I found masturbating. So by my mom thinking she was catching me masturbating, she actually taught me about masturbating. And now I love it more than Star Wars. Because <laughs> masturbating never made, like, three shitty movies about masturbating. <laughs> There's no awful masturbating prequels out there. And we're back. <gasps> oh, hey, it's our friends. Well, let's... Uh, because I don't want to end on a sad note. Right. right. Sad news. We'll we'll stick the sad note uh, right in here. Now, this is a sports. Sad sports news. This actually happened uh, <sighs> August 8th. So, and yes. we're just finding out now? Well, it was all over the news. I don't know how you missed it. Um, <clears throat> I don't. I don't read the sports page. I can't read. There, <laughs> <laughs> there was a tragedy at the... Uh, God, this is going to break... I'm glad Pierce is here. I'm glad Pierce is not here because I know how he loves this sport. Curling? At the World Sauna Championships. Hold it. Huh? The World (laughs) Sauna. The World Sauna. Sauna. Yeah. Sitting in a hot. Right. It's a sport. It's a sport. Cold on the water? Water's on the cold. It's it's a sport? Yeah. It happens in Finland every year. Yes. I mean, I don't know. I watch it. Yeah. They do it in that ice castle. Well, and don't you know the main. the main movements in the sauna, it's the hold and pull. No, no, no. no see, what happens is uh, what happens is a Russian finalist at the World Cha- Sauna Championships in Finland. I'm sorry, I'm laughing. It's very sad. Died Saturday, and the event was suspended according to organizers. And it's a very dangerous sport. Apparently, what happened is this guy uh-huh, and his competitor sat in a sauna. They were the two finalists in this like week long competition. It's an endurance contest. Are they in there for a week? No. Oh. oh they okay. sat in a uh, 106 temperature sauna for six minutes, and the one guy died, and the other guy went to the hospital. <laughs> oh, they don't make six them minutes? as tough as they six used minutes. to in Finland. At 106 degrees? Yeah. Isn't that what it is outside right now? It is in New Orleans. Uh, the one guy had won the competition five times. Maybe that's what to do with it. I didn't get into this competition. That's, I think I could win. But that's not like the. Do they they ha- stay in longer, surely. Oh, right? well, wait, 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 hold on. 230 degrees Fahrenheit, 110 degrees Celsius. Oh, that's oh, so oh, that, that, makes a, that makes a big difference, doesn't <laughs> I was it? Say 106, I can do that. I'll go step outside right now. But who's I can go like, in there and do push-ups. First of all, I thought the World Cup was retarded, but holy moly, World Sauna Champion. And here's some good pictures. Is like. it televised? I would kill to watch that on <laughs> television. <laughs> yeah, it's on Bravo. It's on, it's on, it's on the uh, Farm Whoa. Channel right before Willie Nelson's Roundup. It's just like, it, just like 
Jesus Christ, it's hot. That's can you imagine the commentators like Bjork, 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 Bjork. Nowierski is doing a very good job. His sitting posture is excellent. Notice the way he's bending over. Notice the way he's keeping it. Sweat beating casually on his brow. You can tell the heat is getting to him. He looks like a bratwurst that's about to pop. I've seen this young man in competition before, and I've never seen him going this far. Jesus Christ, he looks hot. He's, he's not, really pushing it. Why he's is there an Australian that. commentating on this sport? I don't why, know. Why is there this sport? He's yeah. nowhere near that fat when he's out of the sauna. That's from heat and uh, water absorption. I'm curious chocolate. now as to how long they go. What I heard about this last night when I was, when I was driving home from work, uh, the British news was on NPR. And I'm like, I'm just like laughing in the car. <laughs> but apparently the way it works is they, two guys sit in an increasingly oh, hotter sauna. Getting hotter and, right. and whoever leaves first is the loser. I shit you not. Oh, you you know, this, so it's the I dare you competition, yeah. essentially. No, this, is, this is what's leading up to uh, Thunderdome. And what we could do is we could put some fireworks in his crotch. Yeah. Two yeah, men enter, one man now, leaves. Yeah, that's, 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 that's so written. don't say that's, I ever do. I don't do any prep. That's actually scrawled <laughs> in blood above the sauna door. the Huffington Post. <laughs> Sports Brian. geek. I what, I, I, you can't blame me for every story that's on there. I, yeah. I'm sure you wrote it. <laughs> No, man, right. it's not nerdy enough for me to have written it. Uh, yeah. we, we got some Star Wars news. I've got some Star Wars news. Do you want to, you want to tell folks about uh, what uh, – well, I mean, there was the ride, but do you have anything else that uh, is going on? Well, uh, Star Wars, obviously, like, uh, I'll be leaving town in a couple days after this airs to head out to Star Wars Celebration 5, which is the official Lucasfilm uh, – celebration of uh, Empire's 30th anniversary. Yeah. For some reason, they're holding it in Florida in the middle of hurricane season. Oh. But, to, uh, to, to scare away Dave Prowse. Yeah, yeah, to scare away <laughs> Dave Prowse. Um, I'm actually moderating a panel Friday night called Why We Love the Prequels. And... Uh, <laughs> Only you, Brian. It's expected to draw. It's actually Dozens doing really well. People. I have no. I have uh, on appearing on my panel are Dave Filoni, who's the uh, supervising director for the Clone Wars cartoon. I have the voice of Obi Wan Kenobi from the show. I have Kyle Newman, who directed Fanboys. Well, what does this have to do with the prequels? Well, that's all. That's all prequels. Well, prequel not fanboy. Yeah. Well, fanboys, I guess is. Uh, I also have Tom Arges, Hodges, who's an artist from. Uh, from Lucasfilm, and uh, we're going to talk about why we like the prequels. And yes, everybody hey. that shows up to it's going to be um, either deaf or blind. Yeah, well, that's I, why I'm the moderator, <laughs> and I control the microphone. Well, well, well and, and I'm, I'll, I'll give you a preview right now of why the animators and guys like the prequels. It it keeps us rolling in money. Yep. <laughs> Maybe. Wow, we'll what a surprise. We'll see how it goes. Uh, could, you, could you tell whoever's there that I really like the 30th anniversary action figures that Hasbro put out? Okay. Because they're nice sweet. looking figures. I've actually got a contact at Hasbro now. I'm getting their press releases. I can uh, oh. hook you up. Please, please. They're great looking figures. They really are. Yeah. I've got their card. I'll copy it and give it so, to you guys. So you were, you were out at uh, uh, Comic-Con when the ride, the uh, Star Wars, uh, yeah, Star went, Tours in Disneyland. I went from Comic-Con to, uh, to Disneyland, which is kind of a mistake. It was an endurance challenge, to be sure. How long did uh, you last in the sauna? Uh, well... If you count Star Tours as a sauna, three times. Nice. But uh, they closed the ride for reimagineering. And, uh, <laughs> reimagineering. <laughs> They're adding more Michael Jackson. Um, I actually did catch Captain EO again while I was out there. 
<laughs> it wasn't as awesome as I remembered it. That's why Pierce is gone. They're actually reimagining Captain Eeyore. <laughs> <laughs> wow, in 3D. <laughs> Thanks for uh, noticing I suppose you'd stand in line to ride my ride. That's okay. <laughs> His tail wags slowly at you in 3D. <laughs> Come into my ride. We're going to watch these shows for six hours. But uh, Star Tours, you know, I went on. I was on Star Tours like opening weekend as a kid. And it was interesting to take my kids to Star Tours closing weekend, closing day. And we were actually in the last group of people to be on the ride ever. And uh, the circle of nerd is complete. <laughs> it's a circle of nerd. Well, it, it's. Uh, Join me, Anakin, as father and son will put this pitch in the ground. It, it, you know, it's seven or eight years. I was six when it opened, when I first went on it, and walking into the, the queue where, you know, you've got R2 and 3PO full size. It was amazing. Uh, just bantering back and forth like normal. It's a pretty magical experience mm-hmm. as a kid. That's the first time I'd seen any Star Wars characters in real life, or so I thought. And, uh, you know, it affected my kids the same way, and I'm kind of sorry to see that go. I'm sure they'll come up with something better. But uh, It's just going to be all Gungans. Yeah. And no, fart jokes. Mm, I think you don't like Ooh, this ride. If it was all Gungans and they gave you a bat and you could just <laughs> crack them in the face all the way through the line, that'd be awesome. The Whack-A-Gungan? Like, oh, no, they, you're they being you a, a, no. You'll be in a land speeder and you're going along and you have a baseball bat. It's like no, the mailbox game. I have something better oh. than a baseball bat. Yeah. A stuffed Ewok. <laughs> or a lightsaber. Moy, moy, moy. Me not know why you hit me with Ewok. It'll be the same technology, essentially. Well, no, I mean, like, uh, the flight simulator they used for Star Tours was the first they'd ever used for amusement park attractions, and they were the original ones that they put in the park in, like, 86. Yeah. And so they're quite dated. So they're updating everything, and they're actually making it so that there are different destinations and different tours. Some of them will be more prequels-oriented, some of them mm-hmm. more classic trilogy-oriented. I can tell you yep, what, what yep. lines are going to be shorter. Oh, and, <laughs> and, and, and later, after the park closes for kids, there are there's the fanfic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Kind of well, like the Harry Potter Leia, ride down the, the in Florida. Leia ride. The Jar Jar Harry ride. Wicked gets it on with Jabba. Well, what I was told was that they're going to have three to four different rides. Yeah. The idea being that you just keep getting in line and going over and over again. Yeah. What I really well, want, you know, I want them to take the, the, the flying chair ride or the flying Dumbo ride and just replace them with little X Wings. <laughs> that would be cool. Oh, you know, they've done the God, rockets in Tomorrowland that. over and over and X-wings. over again over the years. Why not do X-wings, X-wings, Y-wings, the Millennium Falcon, Land and, and Especially if you put a little laser tag system so you had, like, TIE Fighter, X-Wing, TIE Fighter, X-Wing, and then you could sit there and go up and down and zap the ship in front of you. That'd be pretty uh, cool. another ride. We need a patent that. Yeah, yeah. let's, let's no, plan no, it right now. And, get, get your lawyer on the phone, Carrie. And, and then it could be like know. the Dr. Seuss ride. Um, when, when you get hit, it squirts you in the face. The thing about Star Tours, though, is it, it was pretty dated. I mean, I loved it. I had a lot of nostalgia factor, um, but it was it was a really short ride. It was really not that smooth, and uh, it was it was really dated. And uh, it's interesting to note that the only reason they didn't update the ride is because Michael Eisner was a prick. Was? Yeah, see, I, I, I needed that ride updated is. 10, 15 years ago. Well, California yeah. Adventure was proof that Eisner was a prick. Yeah. Oh, man. I was not impressed. I mean, in a way, I'm kind of glad that they waited because now the technology, because if you go mm-hmm. across the, the way to California Adventure and get on that Toy Story uh, uh, ride, the, uh, the, the Target ride, wow, that's cool. And, and nobody goes there because it's California Adventure, but that's one the of the Muppet best thing in there is cool. Oh, the Muppet thing is California Adventure's yeah. also got that yeah. uh, that big inner tube waterfall ride that's worth the price of it's admission great. right in its own. It's great. I'm, yeah. a, I'm a little disappointed that they're not just going to try something completely new instead of just updating a ride that's already been there. Why not try something completely different? Well, they're doing it in 3D for one. Oh, Shocking. that'll save it. <laughs> yeah, great. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I think it'll there's, there's it'll one work. of those things. There's enough people that go to Star, Star Tours, the ridership never 
flagged at all in those 25 years it was That's open. true. It's a, it's a 3D. You know? Well, I hope it's a Dolby 3D and not that crappy, chintzy, real 3D. Well, they've been, working, they've been working on the 3D for a long time. I mean, they shot new sequences for it. Like, one of them I've heard is a chase. Boba Fett is chasing your ship. Yeah. And, and one uh, of them is on, a pod race. And Unfortunately, they shot, he's chasing you on foot. They shot new film sequences uh, for these probably a year ago. So they've been working on it a long time. Is and, it eight-year-old Boba Fett? Yeah. No, it's it's uh, grown up. <laughs> it's badass Boba Fett. Fett. And then he trips and falls into a Sarlacc pit. Yes. Uh, but, well, the 3D, if they use the similar 3D that they use for the Toy Story thing, yeah. that's amazing. Yeah. That is an amazing, fun, cool ride. And, uh, so and I've heard maybe they can make it work. The, uh, the RX droids, voiced by Paul Rubens, will not be back. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh. Boo. That, that, could be, that could be an erroneous Lights bit of information, but that's door. what I heard. Mm. Uh, anyway, so uh, uh, back to uh, some more Star Wars. Well, I got wait, some, wait, wait. some quick stuff here. You're telling me that the the ro- the, the squirmy, squirrely little robot that's right in front of the movie screen was voiced by a pilot, Paul Rubens? Yeah. yeah. Didn't they learn that you're not supposed to put Paul Rubens that close to a screen? Oh. Or, ch- or children. Yeah. <laughs> He's been known to do the hold and pull. <laughs> Absolutely free, <laughs> by Jerk the way. and clean. Uh, speaking of Star Wars, your Star Wars live-action TV show? Halted. Bye-bye. Yeah. It's kind of old news, but uh, yeah, they're just trying to figure out how the hell to do it on a TV budget. Well, maybe that they Glee. shouldn't be thinking that way. I think well, they should and watch. That's, that's why they're not doing it. Instead of doing it half-assed, put it on. They're HBO. waiting until they can either figure out how to do it cheaper or get more money. And Lucas is actually going to have a problem with money soon. I don't know if you guys. Well, heard about oh, this. I've got that story. Yeah. yeah, let me let me get to this. But uh, the uh, why did he? His printing machine bro- broke? His no. money machine. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, I told you about The this. Star Wars TV show uh, is uh, shelved because it is too expensive. And uh, they, they, they're they going to come back to it some other time. It's the live action one. Yeah. Uh, the, Wizard! The animated stuff is still going to Yeah, Seth Green stuff is still going forward. Which will be good. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, also, uh, you know, Carrie Fisher's uh, one-woman show, Wishful Drinking, yeah, yeah. will be on HBO in December. I wouldn't give her any money. She's uh, bipolar. I read a really uh, interesting story about that show. Actually, George Lucas was there to see one of the uh, the shows. Well, You've got, got that, that right here, as a matter yeah. of fact. Because one of the jokes that she makes in the book and in the play is, mm-hmm. you know, in the first movie, she's not wearing a bra. Uh, uh, not that I'm complaining. You never noticed that on VHS. It took the advent of DVD to realize mm-hmm. that. <laughs> Oh, I can't wait to see what we find out in Blu-ray. <laughs> She's a um, dude. But, uh, <laughs> and, and when she said to George, you know, I'm doing all this running and I'm not wearing a bra, it's, it's kind of A, distracting, B, painful. He said, I'll be in my bunk. He said, <laughs> it says, uh, he uh, says, uh, I, I said to him, I, I need this. He said, oh, no, you can't. There's no underwear in space. So that's been part of the show oh. all this time. Well, Apparently, now there's more to it. Lucas came and visited her and explained that statement. He said... Well, in, well you know, Carrie. Uh, so, Carrie, in space, you you get weightless. So, your flesh expands, but your bra doesn't. So, you'd get strangled by your bra. And it's hard and, being green. And that's why I, I couldn't wear a bra. That's why you shouldn't, because of that. Which is funny, because I don't recall anything in Star Wars where they're weightless. And I don't recall them anywhere well, expanding does, so much that their bra would strangle. But that does the, well, the whole flesh expanding lame. thing really explains his neck. That uh, that would be oh. a hell of a, a hell of a video to make, though. I mean, Princess Leia in space with her uh, 
bra strangling her to death? Yeah. Yeah. That'd be hot. It'll, It'll be, be on the new Star Tours ride. In 3D. I, in 3D. Yeah. I'm just trying to imagine him in the audience for Carrie Fisher's show, heckling, uh-huh. he- he- heckling her and saying, faster, more intense. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway, and uh, he may be losing some of his money while well, losing. It's good to know that all the money that we spent on Star Wars action figures might be going to a good cause. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. He's, um, uh, because uh, that's all pure profit for him. He is giving half of his money. Did he fall in with the... Yeah, he's been hanging out with Bill Gates and Warren Buffett. Wow. Uh, he's giving half of his wealth to charity. So he's still only going to have like $2.5 billion? To fix, oh, uh, to help education. It's all going oh, no, to education. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, there are, there are uh, uh, 38 other billionaires who have done this, and Lucas was one of them. So now we're going to be able to say George Rupus raped my childhood but paid for my kid's but, education. But he, exactly. tried to make it up. <laughs> he tried to make it up to us. Uh, in an open letter, he wrote, As long as I have the resources at my disposal, I will seek to raise... He's just boring. Hey, he's, uh, he's just he's a boring guy. <laughs> I gotta work on my George. I guess I should work on a George. Do, Lucas a, do, impression. A, do, do it as Hank Hill. I'll read it as Hank Hill. I will seek to raise the bar for future generations of students of all ages through propane. <laughs> uh, anyway, so uh, I guess it even kind of makes the Phantom Menace worthwhile in a way. He's gonna donate Lucas bucks. He, uh, I mean, he created. Uh, <laughs> like, what? This is a real money. It's, it's all in Lucas dollars. It's he, more fun. No, you can exchange it for Star Wars figures. Why is it printed on old plaid shirts? <laughs> how, ma- how many parsecs will this monies take me? <laughs> and how many seconds will it take to get there? All right. I'd like to see Paramount do that with their Star Trek monies. They, I don't think there is any Star Trek money. No, no. <laughs> I really don't. I, I have a friend. That, and this yes, sort of, it, it, was that a jab? I think uh, that was, that was a, a attempted jab. Was that this a jab? Is, this, was a, this was an amazing insight for me. I, I met a guy uh, who's never seen a Star Wars movie. About six weeks ago, and he sat down and watched. He them all. was a he, wolf man. He thought they were pretty cool. And then a couple weeks later, a friend of mine says uh, she she finally saw the new Star Trek. And I said, "Wow, well, that must have been cool finally seeing the new Star Trek." She said, "I'd never seen a Star Trek show ever, movie, TV show, anything." I just looked at her, and then she said, "So I want to see the good Star Trek movies." I said, "Well, there's only really three. <laughs> you're already a third 11. of the way through. Yeah, you're already a third of the way through." <laughs> so tell us about uh, Comic Con. Anything uh, you want to report? Uh, I hear there's happened? nerds um, there. I, I don't know if any of you guys saw or listened. I don't know if you guys threw it up on the uh, iTunes, the Kevin Smith interview. Uh, no. Um, no, I haven't had a chance to watch it. This is you and Yeah, Kevin, Kevin Smith and I got about 15 minutes together. We talked about uh, comic books, and uh, this was a couple of days before his Batman wet himself controversy. Oh, let me find that. I've got uh, that here. We could t- well, uh, once, I'll we'll get to it. I got it But uh, we talked about, obviously, his new shoe line that he's teaming up with Etnies for. Really? Uh, yeah, he was really kind of happy about it. He's like, I don't get off the couch to do anything. So when Etnies wanted me to be a you know a shoe spokesperson, I was really shocked by that. But uh, it it makes sense. They're just comfy looking skate shoes, couch shoes, with pockets yeah. for Cheetos. But, uh, they're all. Uh, I like that. They have soft bottoms without those inconvenient soles. <laughs> but uh, he was a he was a really nice guy. He talked about cop out. He talked about some of his. He talked about. Did he apologize for cop out? He yeah, did he actually. Should. He he did. He, you know he shouldn't. That sold well on DVD apparently. Well, I guess one of the things he did on DVD, and he he kind of joked about his lack of vision. He's like, I have no. Like imagination for visuals whatsoever, and was when they were trying to explain to me the DVD bonus feature, where they wanted me to just explain my enthusiasm for the movie and like pop me up on screen, I was like, "This doesn't make any sense. Why are you doing this?" And they're like, "Trust us, you'll love it." And he's like, "And I watched it, and I loved it, and that's what we should have released in theaters." You know, just <laughs> just me coming in through the scenes, telling you why I loved everything, and maybe they wouldn't have loved the movie, but they would have gotten my enthusiasm. So was, was he hella stoned? 
Uh, I think he was, uh, I don't know, maybe. I read a thing a few months ago where he said he's just high all the time now. He, he could have been. If, <laughs> if he did, I mean, what money? It is we, California. We went to uh, like a party and then a live taping of his podcast and then the interview. So, and he didn't have time between those to get high. So unless he did beforehand. How long yeah. did he get really to get high? Because, yeah, it was hysterical. He said <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. he was he was within line of sight the whole time oh, for okay. those like three hours. He, he said after after taking all the critical slamming he's been getting over the last couple of years too seriously, he finally just started smoking weed. Now he doesn't care. But we did talk about <laughs> his yeah, next project idea. a little too, which is Red State, which uh, is his political horror movie. And he said that uh, it's a little bit like the Fred Phelps kind of thing, but uh, he's like... Uh, Everybody gets on his case that it's this bash on conservatives, and he's like, "I take everybody to cast. There's a task. There's no. Everyone's a despicable character in this movie, and uh, no one is going to cop to it." So he says, "Thank you for smoking." Yeah, you know, I, I don't. I must have left it at work. Um, I don't have that. Uh, the the controversy. There were there were a couple of them. Bat over the Batman. Over the Batman. Oh, the Batman. You know, you yeah. explained it last week, and once you actually explained it, I thought it was kind of a cool idea. Well, some people were pissed off that. Uh, uh, a girl commented that Batman had given her ten orgasms in one, in one sitting, in one session, and they were pissed because I don't know Wait, why the actual Batman or yeah it's it's yeah. a comic in, in, in one in, in the Batman the and, Lightning Geyer miniseries and Kevin and then writing. in another portion of it he's telling someone a story about one of his first times and they recreate some panels from Frank Miller's Year One and he said that uh, it was the first time he was scaring mobsters and he had his flashbang go off and there was too much flash powder in there and it impacted his stomach and it released his bladder and he said that I had a bladder spasm and that's that's and then the guy next to him goes you wet yourself and he goes it was a bladder spasm you know and 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 People were pissed. I don't, like, and I just don't get it. And, and, and my reaction to it is this: Have you seen people seen a Kevin Smith movie? <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> Seriously, yeah. what is this book called? It's, it's, it's called Batman: The Widening Gyres. And it kind of makes. I mean, come on, that's what the whole year one premise is yeah. about: is the mistakes he made yeah. when he was yeah. getting into. And and story. yeah, he might piss himself yes. uh, in a situation it's like not that. Like he also, pissed himself because the Riddler and, scared him. And also, <laughs> apparently, these people missed the part well, in Iron Man too, where. Where, where Tony Stark talked about peeing in the armor. Well, peeing in the armor. Here's the other thing. It's like, come on. You, Batman at least has to shit his pants once or twice. Right. Like, something really scary right. popped out. Yeah, right there, right there. And under the red hood, there's a couple of yeah. scenes where he would have shit himself. When, when um, sometimes his, you eat Taco Bell and you yeah. shit your pants. When Bane broke his back, do you think he didn't release his bowels? This is But But if anybody were to write that in continuity, that's too much. I bet you um, I bet you he's got depends on under the suit every time he goes up against Jonathan well, but, Crane. And, and, the, and the other way around, I'd like to think that Batman could give a woman 10 orgasms. Yeah. I like to think that. Hey, well, he Kevin, studied under the best of the Eastern yeah. philosophies. Kevin Smith said <laughs> in his interview, he's like, people have been complaining about this Batman. They're like, this is 90s Batman. This is old man Batman. And he's Shut like, up. he's like, these are kids and really fuck them. <laughs> I yeah. like that. And, Thank and, you. And hey, keep bitching about my comic because that's more publicity. Thank exactly. you very much. Yeah. No, exactly. uh, I mean, uh, his, his first Batman book, uh, Cacophony, like, Top of the New York Times bestseller list for graphic novels. For I need a, a I need a Grimly scandal. Can you guys help me come up with one? Oh sure. Okay. I heard they're made and out of orphan hair. Before, uh, before yeah, we leave but, Kevin Smith but, though, he's uh he's doing a, a wedding next year at Comic Con. He's gonna marry. Is he? Yeah, the, these two kids got engaged during his panel at Comic Con. They're, they're going as dressed as Snape and Harry. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> but he said he'll he's he's already ordained and he'll marry him. Cool. At, at next That's panel. pretty cool. So you know, um, he got married at, at Skywalker Ranch. What? 
He did. Kevin Smith got married at Skywalker Ranch, like, and he didn't know if it was cool or not to do it, so it was like this covert operations ceremony. Did he like sneak onto the ranch? Is that why it wasn't? Well, he cool? was there working on like sound a... for. Uh, well, there's a fat dude with a goatee and a trench coat here. What do we do? <laughs> but, but by the way, can I just come back to Kevin Smith writing a, a Batman book and getting controversy? Where are these people to complain about Grant Morrison writing Daredevil or uh, Batman? Batman. <laughs> it's confusing and stupid. I have some breaking Batman. <laughs> Work on it. I have some breaking Here, Batman news that no one has, actually. And uh, I was talking to the writer who's taking over Detective Comics, Scott Snyder, who the, the, the uh, guy is doing, doing American, American Vampire. Vampire. And uh, he annou- he told me who his artist was, and they're announcing it Monday, the day this comes out. Well, then so, announce it right now. Yeah, Jock, the guy who does does oh, this really cool, losers. like gritty the covers. Losers. Yeah, yeah. The losers. He is good. The new ongoing artist for Scott Snyder's Detective Comics. Cool, nice. Is it Bruce Wayne? Is he back yet? He wouldn't tell me. <laughs> he but is. he said he, he said is. that uh, if we look at uh, Batman Inc. and what Grant Morrison's planning with that, we'll know who who Batman is going to be in his detective book. Cool. Uh, well, back to controversies and Comic-Con. <laughs> yes. Uh, this is a uh, <clears throat> Comic-Con. One of the things that I love about Comic-Con, hot chicks and costumes. Mm, of course. Right. Nom, nom, nom. Oh, like I the Molotov cocktails from last year. Oh, I think yeah. we can all agree. Now, some of these girls are hired by the booths. Right. Booth, booth babes. Babes booth is babes. what they're Booth called. rats. I love them. Well, sure. You, you love them? So do I. I love them. I, too. They oh. said they love me. Who doesn't? <laughs> they said they love me. Who doesn't? <laughs> right here. Uh, the anti-booth babes movement. Oh, God. Really? Doesn't Scott have anything else to do? Why don't we just have a... <laughs> <laughs> okay. He's Guy at named, their annual meeting right and, now. And, and you can, uh, you can uh, reply to him. Uh, his name is Ian Cooper, and he is a tech blogger for CodeBetter.com. It's a guy? Oh. I thought girls would have been on this one, but you would think. Yeah, this is a guy. Some this of the negative good job for Code Pink. <laughs> yes, some of the negative attention on Booth Babes also relates to more about what they represent. Game developer Agitech recently uh, launched an anti-Booth Babes movement, citing a desire to get the focus back on gaming. <laughs> okay. And organizers of San Diego's Comic-Con uh, banned the erotic models, the Suicide Girls, from having a booth this year. I noticed they weren't there. Yeah. They were there the year before, and I quite enjoyed their company. They, I also And they it. throw a really good party, too. They do. Well, they were banned, just so you know. They weren't allowed at Comic-Con. Uh, Ian Cooper said, My biggest issue with booth babes is they scare me. Is that <laughs> all the par- Listen, he's, he's, he knows oh, everything. Okay. You'll love this guy. He knows everything. Is that all the parties involved end up feeling dirty? No. Uh, Male customers feel cheapened because the sellers assume that they purchase based off some illusionary promise of sex. And the booth babes end up feeling dirty from using sex to sell in the first place. Are they using sex? Are they actually blowing these guys and saying, hey, let's. Is this guy trying to eliminate sex from all advertising and marketing? Exactly. If if that's so, then more power to him. But. Why don't, why don't you appeal to me through the quality of your product? That's what I'm Because buying. has oh. anybody been to Comic-Con? You need a hot chick in a bikini to draw your attention. Otherwise, there's so much else going on. And by the way, I've got a theory as to why this guy's doing this. Because I can't remember what the name of the Booth Babe group is, but they also play wow. video game demos against people and, and are actually really good at mm-hmm, them mm-hmm. and beat guys. I'll bet he got beaten by one Could of those be, booth babes and he's humiliated now. Well, Could and, be. and seriously, uh, it's not like anybody bought Tomb Raider because it was fun. 
Yeah, I like to watch her swim from behind. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Spread. Uh, Spread. Well, Spread. <laughs> now this now this went this was out on the web some time ago. Uh, also, Graham McMillan is another guy who who uh, was talking about it. Oh uh, God, this guy that guy writes for Comic Book Resources. Yeah, Graham McMillan, and he's a, he's a, a turd. Douche. Uh, I've got a story about comic book resources. I'm scared of vaginas. Uh, it says here, uh, generally the women are hired to do these jobs are models, so they're used uh, they're used to being sex objects, and nerds are a lot more uh, fun. It, it, they, it turns out that the booth babes like doing it. Yeah. They, they have a good they talk, It's a good they job. They talked to a bunch of them, and they said, we have a good time doing it. The nerds are fun to talk to. Except for the stalkers. Yeah. yeah. Um, it says here, uh, there, there was one thing that they really like. They love each other's costumes. I've seen a couple of the other girls, and their outfits aren't as good as mine. Like, some girls are just waiting, wearing plain shorts and T-shirts. They're not even dressed up in a costume. That's not... No, the the whole article, I'm not going to read the whole thing, but it boils down to the girls have a good time. Whoever this... Are these idiots going to get on the over-sexualized uh, female comic book characters and the and over-sexualized? I, I'll bet I, they I, do. I, I hope he's just like, you know what we need to see? Uh, new issues of the X-Men, Fantastic Four, the female characters need to be wearing sweatpants. <laughs> and they all need to get insectomies. No, I, I think maybe... In, Maybe she didn't beat him at a video game. Maybe he just asked her out for a beer on and the side of the car and she shot him down. No, or, chances are he couldn't actually say anything to her or make eye contact, oh, so that God. never happened. I, actually, I have a new theory. He came to Comic-Con, and he was served with a restraining order, and that made him embittered. <laughs> <laughs> I'm supposed to be in the shadows. I'm Rorschach. <laughs> Anybody right. know where I could find some Harry Potter Snape fiction? <laughs> There's no way any booth baby is going to not like that job, because think about... 50,000 mm-hmm. geeks walking by you and saying how hot you are for three days straight. Oh, God, I know I know attractive women who like hanging out in comic shops just because, you know, you're feeling down about yourself. You go to a comic shop, you're going to get some compliments. You watch everybody yeah. silently look at you in a corner and you're like... <laughs> yes. And a lot of the girls feel like it's not about them, and it is about the product. Because, yeah, they may attract the attention, but once the guys come over to the booth, they do have to be able to explain it. Yeah, yeah. Look, look at the booth. Look at, like, the Capcom booth. You know, the booth babies are going to get you standing in line for the booth, but you're going to play Street Fighter Four. And, yeah. and when the uh, when Blizzard Con hits and they're doing their big convention from World of Warcraft, Warcraft, those are not models. Those are actually you know good looking women that are showing up dressed up like Warcraft characters, and well, and they're enjoying themselves. They serve a they serve a really valuable function too. I mean, uh, this year's con was I think the best run in a long time. And, uh, you know, like, uh, you know how you've got all the lions all around the exhibition hall? They had booth babes everywhere actually directing the lines and keeping them yep. off to the sides against the walls so that they weren't blocking the traffic. <laughs> oh, there was no, my the penis was no traffic jams. <laughs> yeah, there, no, there, there weren't any traffic jams, um, really. They were, they were performing a vital and necessary function. And they were hot. And they were very hot. And that doesn't hurt. Yep. Also, I got reports, and, and you know, you guys tell me you were there, that there were booth uh, guys as well. Down there, I didn't apparently see there was a report that there were some. No, I'm not gay. I'm not gay. I don't know. I was too I busy. Dudes are invisible babes. to me. I was, I, was, I was too busy being heterosexual. <laughs> you didn't see. Oh, I didn't you, spend that. Oh, much you time. were noticing the girls. Okay, I guess I, wrong person to ask. I guess I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> let's uh, let's wrap uh, things up here. Oh, okay. Uh, I've got we got a ton of news for the next episode. And uh, what what uh, what do you have? Remember, we got to talk about this. This is coming up. Which uh, which uh, show I, we didn't uh, really decide which show we we wanted to do to Satur- make. Saturday. Which I could do the Saturday. It's, is there a seven? There's a ten. One? I'll be in Philadelphia. I'll be at work. I'll be in Florida. 
So, Carrie, I think Shannon, it's which me, Carrie and Shannon. You, huh? I say we do it uh, Friday. Can we do the 7 o'clock one? Because I might be going to something else. There. Friday the 13th at 7 o'clock? You guys have to hold hands because I'll be, I'll be gone. Done. All right. <laughs> Geek I'll Show Podcast presents 7.30, or uh, the 7 o'clock, 7.30 show. Literally, pound for pound, show. the biggest geek in the world. Uh, WiseGuysComedy.com is where you can go buy tickets. Uh, geek Show presents that that night, Brian Posehn at Wise Guys. Yes, and buy his new CD, which is... He's a funny dude. Yeah, yeah. or DVD. And uh, we're, we, we've been uh, playing some stuff here and there from it during, Fart, the, during the podcast, Leonard's. right? <clears throat> yeah, yes, we have. Yep. And uh, that's so that's what we're going to do. The seven thirty show, Friday the thirteenth, uh, Geek Show podcast presents Brian Posehn. So you saying so, you want us to put? Does that some... mean uh, I get to go? It means you get to go. Do I get to meet him? Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure. Does this, does this mean, <laughs> Look does this at mean me. you want some Brian Posehn bumps before the show? If we could, please. Okay, both we'll of you. All right. Got it. Yes. So that's Friday the thirteenth at seven thirty. WiseGuysComedy.com. Uh, come and see him. You, you'll get to it's it's a smaller it's the downtown venue. It's the trolley square venue, smaller venue. So you'll probably get to meet him, talk to him, buy CDs from him. I still haven't seen that location. Is Maybe it cool? he'll sign it's, your comics. It's, it's for pretty him. good. It's yeah. uh, like I said, it's a smaller room, and yeah. uh, so you know, it's more intimate. Intimate. Yeah. So uh, and Marcus is going to open for him. So Brian Posehn that night. Uh, so come and join us. I hope Geek they Show, wrestle. Geek Show podcast <laughs> presents, and uh, this is a good CD. You like that? Yeah. And and what's it called? This one is fart and wiener jokes. Fart and, and wiener, wiener jokes, and, and and it's the one that has the classic uh, "why masturbation is better than Star Wars" bit. Well, we should definitely play that. Oh Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> I I brought that up because I knew it would make Brian mad. Um, people might remember that I brought this up on the Facebook uh, Operation Endgame. Oh, you got it! Re- I want to re- see revenge that. thriller slash comedy with uh, Zach Galifianakis and Rob Corddry and a bunch of other funny people not being funny. In a Aww. really boring movie. Is it? Yeah. Aww. Oh, that's why I did well, can it. Well, can I re- disappointment. Can I recommend something that he's involved in that is very funny, Rob Corddry? Yes, please uh, do. Children's Hospital on Ooh, Adult very Swim. Very funny show. Holy crap. <laughs> very funny. funny. Uh, apparently, it all exists in the fart of a um, Puerto Rican yes. midget. <laughs> did you see that well, last one? Yes. Yeah. Well, the, the, the reason I like it is because I've been forced to sit through an episode of Grey's Anatomy. And, yeah. and because of that, I appreciate the jokes that they do. The, the so that's where, how you know all the words the to Snow where, Patrol songs. Mm-hmm. The one where Lake Bell is in love with the, uh, with the guy that's got the oh, rapid... Oh, Nick Kroll. Nick Kroll. <laughs> he's got the rapid aging. Yes. And he talked like this. <laughs> he talked like this. She's like, she's like I, your eyes are so beautiful. <laughs> Are Space Nails real? <laughs> It's damn funny. It's damn it's funny. Really, really I'll have funny. to check this out. I've never even heard of it. It's on, uh, uh, it's on Adult Swim. Yeah. I, I need and to it looks like there's a parody of uh, 24 coming up, too, with, uh, <laughs> with what's-his-face, the uh, Gap-Tooth comedian oh, uh, on Best, uh, best Week Ever. Sheer? Oh, Paul Shear. Paul, Paul Shear. I wonder how long yep. it's going to be before Adult Swim just goes, screw it, we've got our own channel, and just 24 hours of Adult Swim. I, I could do it. I would like I mean, that. TV Land's got its own station. Weed cells was... would go through the roof. <laughs> yeah, because I swear half of those shows you have to be stoned. Just Sponsored by Weed! Uh, this, this Saturday at the Galvin Center, Craft uh, Lake City's going on, and uh, I'm not just pimping my involvement there. Jimmy, I'm, I'm going to pimp my wife's involvement. Yeah, Jimmy Martin's wife, Kat's going to be there selling her amazing paintings. Uh, I, I love the wampa in particular. Yeah. <laughs> the, the snow beast by the riverbank is is great. Um, it's going to be 130 local crafters and artists. Uh, goes uh, from two o'clock in the afternoon until nine o'clock at night. Live acts, Slug magazines presenting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be a big deal. So come and you guys, I think you guys are neighbors. I'm hoping we're neighbors. Yeah, well, you, you know, if anybody can pick a booth, I think mm. a, a, a Slug magazine employee's wife might be able to say. I think I, I might be able to do it. Tell Probably people both. what your wife does because it's. 
basically really cool. she takes old uh, paintings that she can find at like thrift stores and then put something else into it. So she like the one that Lee just mentioned. It's a uh, like a snow scene, but she painted the wampa holding. Uh, or his claws full of blood and blood's running into the water yeah, and going down the waterfall. She's and got I need like to this, see this and possibly purchase it. She's got this beautiful yeah. meadow with a river going through it and zombies. Yeah. <laughs> and so and, and that, it, that one's in my office. That was the, the first one she ever did. Yeah, and so that's and those are really cool because she does it. She makes it look like it's part of the original painting. It's so I know. Uh, yeah, she, yeah she, she matches the style, yeah. Cat's, Cat's going to be there. We're going to be there with Grimley's. Um, we're actually bringing, uh, we, we did these Day of the Dead Katrina dolls that nice. uh, sold out. Uh, we did six of them, and they were an experiment. They were our most expensive doll ever, and they were gone in four days. Nice. So, and and don't forget our friend Chelsea, uh, Chelsea, Chelsea. Superhero. Chelsea for superhero soaps, and uh, there's she might have a, a Fight Club soap too. That's yeah. the secret. And Ooh. we're we're working on some uh, uh, some exclusive geek soaps with Chelsea. So oh, really? Some cool stuff coming up. Nice. I'm gonna and, I'm uh, gonna bring the butt goblins I make. <laughs> no goblins. I think there's a, a local comic book artist who's going to be selling some prints there too. So there's some really cool stuff going on at Craft Lake. Right. Just uh, it's be a good come on time. down. Free admission. Galvin Center. Don't mind the construction. Have a good time. Yes, it, it'll, it'll be sort of in the alley. Yeah, yeah it's going to be on the street. There. Yeah. 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 Cool. Uh, anything else? Uh, uh, I've got a couple quick things. Yes. Uh, one, obviously, Big Shiny Robot. For all of the continuing Comic Con coverage, I still have interviews with uh, the cast and director of Scott Pilgrim. Uh, Paul, which was Nick uh, Nick Frost and Simon Pegg, those will all be coming out slowly, coverage of Star Wars Celebration and uh, yeah. that kind of stuff. And then also, I've got a short story that uh, Michael Stackpole, who's a Star Wars uh, author, he put together this thing because he's, he's uh, really big on trying to get authors away from publishing houses so that they can make more money and make a living as writers. He invited 12 or 15 people to participate in a short story project where they all sort of connect each other and bring their uh, audiences to bear, and he invited me to participate in that. And by this time, it should be going up in the next few days. Is is he the guy that wrote that Emperor Palpatine episode one Anakin fanfic? No. He (laughs) wrote wrote the X-Wing series. Oh, yeah. Oh, I actually like that one. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Uh, he's, He's really good. But I've got... I'm participating in that my story should go live this uh this week sometime it's all right cool. and don't forget our silly uh oh pub the quiz pub quiz that he and i do yeah uh, jeff's gonna be co-hosting this week yeah i'm gonna be in florida yay i'm not <laughs> i'm not brian young <laughs> you guys need to keep the the jokes at my expense to a minimum because okay. i hear about them your ears well, will then, start burning in florida. Then, it, then it needs to be a subject called the prequels uh, <sighs> what, what you need to remember brian when your ears are burning you're gonna be thinking to yourself i'm in florida right yeah <laughs> Whenever my ears burn, I just know that George Takei is talking about me. Asshole. Brad, remember that guy Brad. in Salt Lake City? He, I hug up on him quickly. All right. Is that good? Uh, oh, wait. Uh, uh, yes? Snarry more ham. <laughs> you. <laughs>